Welcome to the Queen City Church Podcast. We're so excited that you decided to join us, and we wanted to personally welcome you. Thank you so much for listening in today. Our goal is that this message will encourage you and give you practical steps for a relationship with God that keep getting better and better. Enjoy the message. So let's jump into this week's message. We're in week four of a series that we're calling Jesus in His Own Words, where we are looking at the seven I am statements found in the book of John, where Jesus in His own words tells us who He is. And really the big idea of this series is that when we know who Jesus is, we see who He is calling us to be. And today uh, we are looking at the next I am statement found in John chapter 10. And it says this in verse 11. This is Jesus talking. He says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd sacrifices his life for the sheep. A hired hand will run when he sees a wolf coming. He will abandon the sheep because they don't belong to him and he isn't their shepherd. And so the wolf attacks them and scatters the flock. The hired hand runs away because he's working only for the money and doesn't care about the sheep. And then he says it again, I am the good shepherd. I know my own sheep and they know me just as my father knows me and I know the father. So I sacrifice my life for the sheep. I have other sheep too that are not in this sheepfold. I must bring them also. They will listen to my voice and there will be one flock with one shepherd. The father loves me because I sacrificed my life so I may take it back again. No one can take my life from me. I sacrifice it voluntarily for I have the authority to lay it down. And when I want to, and also to take it up again, for this is what my father has commanded. And today I've asked Lauren Shepard who is one of our top leaders that oversees all ministry at our church to share over this fourth Jesus in his own words statement. So if you're taking notes, I wanna encourage you to write this down. I am the good shepherd. Yeah, I am the good shepherd. Lauren Shepherd talking about the good shepherd. This is gonna be good, but let's pray. Uh, God, we thank you for today. And we thank you for your word that it's alive, that it's active. And God, I just, uh, we invite you speak into any area of, of our life. God, we open up our eyes to see you, our ears to hear you. We open up our minds and our hearts to receive from you and let us walk away from our time in your word changed. In Jesus name we pray, amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Brian, for that introduction. And um, I am honored to be able to share um, God's word with you today. And um, I do want to honor Pastor Brian as well, just for the way that he is, um, the way that he leads our church always, but specifically in this time. And um, we have an incredible pastor and leader, and um, I'm so thankful for him. And so he just read in John chapter 10, but I'd also love for you to turn over to Psalm chapter 23. Uh, we're going to be there in just a few moments. But in John chapter 10, in that story we read, there are three different players that show up in that story. So three different players in the context of those verses. And the first player is this, it's the enemy. And in John chapter 10, it tells us that the enemy comes to steal from us, to kill us, and to destroy us. 
the second player that we see in that passage of scripture is the good shepherd. It's Jesus. And um, I don't know about you, but when I think about Jesus as the good shepherd, um, I kind of flash back to when I was a kid in Sunday school with Jesus with like long flowing hair, like holding like a little baby lamb. Um, But that is Jesus, the good shepherd that we're talking about today. And uh, the third player that we see in the story is the sheep. Um, So the sheep represent us. And um, I wish that that was better news for us, but um, sheep are actually not like the brightest animal that there is. Um, Sheep, here's some things that, that you should know about sheep. So sheep actually, they get lost very easily. Um, So they have very poor vision and they get lost really easily. Sheep are also defenseless. So most animals have some sort of defense, like they can fly, they can camouflage, they have claws or something like that. Um, But sheep are actually defenseless. They have no way to defend themselves. Uh, Sheep are also very stubborn, which I can also identify with. Um, And the last thing is sheep are actually very filthy. So they're actually very dirty animals as well. And um, sheep are actually mentioned more than any other animal in the Bible. And I think there's a good reason for that. And and it's because a lot of times our lives can resemble what sheep look like. Um, And the truth is that sheep, that they need a shepherd. And the truth about our lives as well is that we also, um, we need a shepherd as well. And so with just the remaining time we have together, I'd love to take a look at Psalm chapter 23 and just go through that text line by line and talk about some different qualities of the good shepherd. Um, So we'll go ahead and start Psalm chapter 23, verse one, it says this, the Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams and he renews my strength. And so the first quality of the good shepherd that we see in these verses here are that he provides. Um, So the good shepherd provides for us. So what does he provide? Um, Of all the different things that he provides, there's a couple of things that I wanna point out to you. And the first thing is this, is that he provides for the needs of our soul. So our soul, it's our mind, so the things that we think about, our will, so the the things that we make decisions about, as well as our emotions. And and the Good Shepherd, he provides what we need for our soul. And um, today, I know with everything going on in the world, I don't know if you can identify with this, but I know that I can, that your mind may feel like it's in chaos sometimes, or your emotions are just you feel like they're all over the place or you have decisions that you're trying to make right now that are very difficult decisions. And I just want to remind you today that the good shepherd, that he meets the needs of our soul. And um, I want to share a scripture with you from Philippians chapter four. And um, it's one that, that you may have heard before, or you may have heard it many times before, but just in the context of our world today, I want to share it with you again. And I'd love for you to like hear it in a fresh way. It says this, Uh, So don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. And it says this, tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. 
So tell God what you need. Thank him for all he has done. And then this is where God meets the needs of our soul. It says, then you will experience God's peace. The peace that meets the needs of our soul, which exceeds anything that we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and your minds as you live in Christ Jesus. Um, Tim Keller says this, the understanding of God as shepherd will fill up the greatest holes in your soul, no matter what they are. Um, So God meets the needs of our soul, but God also meets our physical needs. Um, And again, right now, I know for so many of you that this, this hits home for you, right? Like you own a small business or Um, You work in the service industry or because of everything going on right now that you've been laid off from a job. And I know right now, like in the, in the news and in social media, like Pastor Brian was talking about, there's so much negativity. And today I just want to speak some truth over you and tell you that the good shepherd that he provides for their practical needs in your life. Um, And so let me speak this truth over you again from Philippians chapter four. It says this, and my God will meet all of your needs. He'll meet all of your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. And so I want to remind you of that truth today, that that's something that you can hold on to. And um, I want to also challenge you that in this time with all the negativity that can be in our world to hold on to God's word, to hold on to those, the truth of God's word. And um, on our website, again, that he mentioned earlier, queencitypeople.com slash updates, there's actually a link now that has some helpful scriptures. So some, some things that you can go to as a resource for you. And I encourage you to to look at those, to write them down, to memorize them, to put them around your home right now, to allow that truth to come into your life, to know that God's going to provide for you in this time. So let's go ahead and continue with the next couple of verses. So Psalm 23, starting in verse three, it says that he guides me along right paths, bringing honor to his name. So even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid because you are close beside me. So the second quality that we see of the good shepherd is that he guides. So he guides us, he's leading us. And again, I don't know what decisions that you're making right now. I don't know, um, you know, maybe you're making decisions about your business or what job situation you should take, or maybe you're trying to figure out how do I be the, how can I be the best spouse or how do I parent my kids right now? Or how do I discipline them? I don't know what decisions you have right now. Maybe you're just in a situation where you're like, I don't know what to do with my kids for the next 30 days. Um, Whether it's a big decision or a small decision, I want you to know that the Good Shepherd will guide you. And um, I want to remind you that the sheep in this text, the sheep didn't need to know where the green pastures were or where the still waters were that the text talks about. They didn't need to know how long that they were gonna be in the valley of the shadow of death. Um, They just needed to be close to the shepherd and the shepherd would guide them as they went. Um, So the principle is this, that I don't have to know exactly where I'm going. I just have to be close to the shepherd. The next couple of verses say this, verse, uh, we'll pick it up in verse four. It says, your rod 
and your staff, they protect me and comfort me. You prepare a feast for me in the presence of my enemies. You honor me by anointing my head with oil. My cup overflows with blessings. So the third quality that we see here is that the good shepherd, that he protects us. And um, you see two different tools of the shepherd that it mentions in this, this couple of verses. And that it's the staff and the rod. So a shepherd's staff is a long, almost as tall as a shepherd. It has a hook at the end of it. And, and it was used for protection. Um, so what does the good shepherd protects us from? The first thing is this. He protects me from myself. Um, so I would like to think that I don't identify with sheep when it comes to their like filthiness. But something that I do identify with is that they love to eat. Um, and so I hope today that you're doing church at home right, like that you've got maybe your breakfast and a hot cup of coffee. Maybe if you're watching it later, you've got a good snack with you. Um, but the, sh the sheep do love to eat. And um, I mentioned earlier that they have poor vision. And so what happens is that they'll actually put their head down and they'll just start eating and they lose track of where they are, they can actually like hurt themselves, like fall off a cliff or something like that because they're so focused on what they're doing. And so the shepherd uses that staff to actually hook them and to pull them back from the edge. I think the same thing is true with our lives. Um, sometimes our appetites, like our cravings, they'll lead us to places that are, that are destructive in our lives. So the good shepherd, he can protect us. He can pull us back um, from the edge. The second thing is this, he protects me from the enemy. So the other tool that it mentions is um, the rod. It's actually like a two to three foot weapon. It's like a club. Um, and it was used to fight off an enemy or used to fight off animals that could come and attack the flock. Um, so the picture that we have here is that the devil, the other one of the players that we mentioned earlier, that he comes to to kill us, to steal from us, um, to destroy our lives. Maybe he's destroyed your hope right now or relationships or, or you just feel so hopeless. But I want to remind you again of truth um, that, that Jesus has the power to defeat the enemy. And A.W. Tozer says this, the only safe place for sheep is by the side of the shepherd because the devil does not fear sheep. He just fears the shepherd. Um, and then the last verse is this, in Psalm 23, verse 6 says this, Surely your goodness and unfailing love will pursue me all the days of my life, and I will live in the house of the Lord forever. And so the fourth quality that we see of the Good Shepherd here is that he promises, that he promises. Um, so what does God promise us? He promises everything that we talked about today. Um, that he's going to provide for us, that he's going to guide us, um, that he's going to protect us. He promises all of that to us. But at the same time, um, he also promises that for as long as we live, as long as we have breath in our lungs, that the goodness of God, that his love that never fails, that it's going to be following us, that we don't have to go try to find it, that it's following us. And today, for those of you, maybe you're like, you feel so distant from God or you're far from God right now, or you've never had a relationship with God before. I think sometimes it can be easy to feel like, like maybe the judgment of God is chasing you, or maybe God's anger is chasing you. 
but I just want to tell you, like, the love of God is chasing you. And, and His grace is chasing you, that He wants to have a relationship with you and He wants to be close with you. And so to, today, as we're just wrapping up together, I'd love for, for you to take a moment, just kind of right where you're at, to close your eyes and to, to just think for just a few moments. And I'd love for you to ask God and ask Him, God, what are you speaking to me today? And for some of you, um, maybe you, Maybe God's speaking to you that it's a time of your life where you can know and experience Him in a new way, uh, maybe in a way that you never have before. And for some of you, maybe in your heart right now, you know that it's a time for you to commit your life to Jesus, to say yes to the Good Shepherd, to say yes to His love, to His grace, to His goodness um, that are chasing you. And so today, if that's you, I'd love just to lead you in a prayer um, we'd love to give you that opportunity today. And so you can just pray something like this. Pray, Jesus, um, today I give you my life. I'm so sorry for the way that I've led myself and I've, um, I've separated myself from you. And God, today I just completely commit my life to you. I surrender to you. I give you every part of me. God, I ask that you would make me brand new. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us today. If this message has changed your perspective on God or life, feel free to email your story to info at queencitypeople.com. We'd love to celebrate the change happening in your life. We'd also love to pray for you. If you have any prayer requests, big or small, head over to queencitypeople.com slash prayer and fill out the form with as much detail as you'd like. For more information about Queen City Church's service times, location, or events, visit queencitypeople.com or follow us on social media platforms at Queen City People.